Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, January 27th, 2023. The weather today will be a high of minus 7 degrees in Edmonton, minus 12 degrees in Saskatoon, and 0 degrees in Toronto. Thank you, Evie. Good morning, everybody. We are broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Go download the app, listen to the show live. It's so much better live. Get to be a part of it. Heck yeah. Wouldn't you like to be a part of it? Heck You've been yeah. listening for so long, thinking to yourself, ah, oh, wouldn't it be great if I was a part of it? Wouldn't it be great if I could just wake up at six? You can. Yeah. What if I told you there was a solution? <laughs> <laughs> you can also call in. Or ask your questions in the chat box. Any questions you have about real estate investing, we'll answer them for free every morning. Today is, never mind. What? One of the last days oh, yes. uh, of the month. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday will be the last day of the month. Um, chill out, kiddo. My daughter just like peeked her head around the corner like, what? Is there a draw? <laughs> is there a draw? Not today. On, on Wednesday, we'll, we're going to be doing a draw. So what we do is um, we like to reward loyal listeners, guys and girls that come in every morning and and engage with the show. You know, they, they get involved in the conversation. They share the show on their various social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook and and uh, what's another one LinkedIn um, through the app. You get you get engagement points whenever you engage with the show, whenever you call in. So every day we can see whoever has that they they calculate they measure that by 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 hearts on the app. And once you get on the app, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, now I can see how many who has the most hearts already just the show. I can also see who has the most hearts for the month, and that's what we do at the end of the month. We tally up. Uh, or we we take a peek and see who has uh, who has the most hearts. We take the top five fans who had the most hearts. And what we do is we give first place five ballots, second place four four ballots, third place three ballots, fourth place two ballots, fifth place one ballot, and then we pull the name out of the uh, out of the cup, and the winner uh, gets two free coaching calls with Wayne. Yes, pretty dope. $250 coaching calls for free. Just look at people like El Ray who really took advantage of his winnings. Heck yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take, you know, full credit for El no. Ray's life. He, he... I'd say 90%. <laughs> but he took major action based on the we conversations We do have a profit had. sharing agreement that I get 30% <laughs> of his proceeds moving forward. But that's not the point. <laughs> Sorry, El Ray. El Ray's doing amazing. <laughs> he is. Um, yeah. So... It's a great opportunity to get some one-on-one -on -one time if you're struggling, if you need a little kick in the butt. If you can't quite afford to join the REI Master's Mentorship Program yet, 
uh, but you still, and, and you've been tuning in live, you can get your questions answered, but you just need a little more one-on-one time. Um, it's an incentive to get up early and, uh, and join the show. Did, uh, did Jeff make it into the show this morning? Have you seen him? I don't know. Negative. Just, Unless he came in very early. He's, he's here because he just oh. he just texted me. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> he beat me in the room then. <laughs> you, you have to you have to type it in. You have to type it in the live show, Jeff. <laughs> where, where do you? Yeah. Is he here or is he not here? I, I, I don't see him. Maybe he's under an alias. Oh, OK. All right. <laughs> Playing it cool. All right. Cool. Uh, well, guess who else is here? Who? Eric's here. Of course, Eric's here. And John. Eric and John always, you ever see those like Black Friday sales where the people are lining up, you know, outside the, the door yeah. and then everybody's fighting to get in the door to go grab that TV. That's what it looks like every morning with Eric and John, just fighting over who gets in first. <laughs> Scotty P is just uh, waiting patiently. He's like, yeah, I'll let them fight. I'll grab the third TV. <laughs> Cody's here as well. Ken's here. Matt's here. Garrett's here. Carlos is here as well. Good morning, all. Denis. Hashna. El Ray. Tammy's here. Good morning, Tammy. Listina's here. Wow. Good morning, Nathan and Don and Paul and Josh, Sean, Sheila. Did I see? Was it? Was it what? Was it Listina that joined your women's mastermind? Yes. Yes, she did. Awesome. Congratulations. I haven't posted about it yet. But yes, oh. she did. Meow. <laughs> That's the cat getting out of the bag. <laughs> Oopsies. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Paul's here. Uh, who else is here today? Uh, Josh is here. Don's here. Nathan's here. Sheila's here. Uh, everyone's a little slow getting in again. What's going on? Did I did I mess up? Did I mess up on the show? For the fourth time this week. <laughs> Apparently, I keep messing up the date on the show. I put the wrong date in there. Um, Cody, right off the bat here, says possession day is today. Ooh. Jason and I get our next flip. Wow. So exciting. Better see lots of pictures. I'm sure we'll yeah, see we lots do. of pictures. I'm sure we'll see lots of pictures. And he also said cleaners are coming on Saturday to clean the first townhouse. That's so amazing. I guess that means you guys are done. That's amazing. Wait, Saturday. That's tomorrow. Cool. Um, what else we got going on? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to figure out what direction we're going to go today. Someone had a question for me, and uh, I said, I'll answer it tomorrow. And that was, I should have answered yesterday. Wayne, I think your shirt's inside out. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to call you up. You know, I, I'd love to take a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> we'll be right back. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. 
To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta Buyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. Okay. And we are back. This shirt's the right way. Yeah, we got her all figured out. <laughs> I got dressed in the dark. <laughs> uh, Garrett uh, says that his inspection day is tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah, so they have a conditional accepted offer and they need to do their due diligence before they burr the crap out of it. So Very I cool. hope I hope that all goes well. That you guys can remove conditions. Lots of action being taken. Damn right. I um I don't remember who was who who it was that asked that question the other day. I think they sent me a private message. No, they asked in the show. Did I save it? Oh man, I'm an absolute disaster. This yeah, time. you're a mess. Oh, found it. Uh, Gary had asked uh, if you could go back and give advice to yourself when you started. What would it be? I think that's a really good place to kind of play around today. Oof. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I, I think that's um, that's that's not would you do anything differently? That's saying what advice would you give to yourself? Yeah. Um, that'd be fun. You know, that's what I love about our journey, though, is that like literally, I feel like we had a badass like roadmap to get to where we are. Yeah. Like I think it all played out perfectly. Yeah. Nobody likes hearing that, though. It sounds really cocky. I don't think in the moment we realized that it was. I just think that like it naturally progressed beautifully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that like we had it all figured out. We definitely didn't. We didn't we didn't make a roadmap and follow it when we started in real estate. Imagine if we did. I had one. You just didn't look at it. You had a you had a number. You didn't know how what it was all going to entail to get mm. to it. True, 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 true. Yeah, like you had a goal. You didn't have a roadmap, I would say. That's true. Um, but I just think that like the natural progression of of how we how we got here was really cool. And I think it's it's neat to look back on that. Yeah, th this is a more unique question. And yeah. I like this question better because I hate when people ask me, what would you do differently? Yeah. Because I, I, I say nothing. Yeah. I'm so incredibly with happy that. with where I am today. Yeah. Had I taken one step in a different direction or... Um, I mean, I, I could be in a completely different place and, and frankly, I, I, I love where I am. So, um, I don't want to, I don't want to change a single thing. And, and if that means that I had to endure some really tough situations, uh, and some hard moments to, to get to where I am, then that's just the cost. That's the price. And I'm okay with that. I'm grateful. So <clears throat> I think I would highly recommend you guys, um, practice the same perspective of just being grateful for where you are and there's nothing you can do about the past. So why would you, why would you even play that exercise? Yeah. I think the only exercise you should play is about what you do moving forward and be grateful for the things that you did or didn't do that got you to this point today. Cause you could be in a hole in the ground too. Morbid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking way she goes, Cap. <laughs> Um, I think this is a good conversation for today. For today, what I'd like you guys to do is, um, I'd like you guys to, in the comments, 
Tell me uh, what advice you would give to yourself. Yeah. If you don't like that one, I, I will allow you to slightly alter it. What advice will you give to your children? Make it less about you and more about the things that you've learned and things that you'd like to pass on, right? Because that's what it's all about, right, is wisdom. Yeah. You're trying to pass yeah. on wisdom. So what wisdom would you like to pass on or would you like to pass on to yourself or to your children? Yeah. Um, and before we dive into that, uh, Jeff says, I was listening on the old beep boop computer and had to download the app to say hi and good morning to is everyone. Is that his dial-up sound? <laughs> Um, yeah, play it on your phone. Well, he's here now. Okay. It's great to see him, man. He's, <laughs> he's got his name. He's got his picture. He's making a commitment to try and get onto the live show. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> um, how, about some, how about some quick upcoming events? February 4th in Calgary, we got the REI Masters networking event. Our topic for that networking event is going to be buying off-market properties. We've got some amazing guests coming. Barry McGuire is going to be there, real estate lawyer of over 48 years. Real estate investor, lawyer, educator, goat of creative strategies. We've also Everyone else that I say right now is just not going to get the same level. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he just deserves it. He deserves it. He's an icon. He's an icon, and everything we know and everything we've learned is from him, so he deserves it. He has our gratitude. And we also have um, Jared Como. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jared. I bet you Jared's not even here. No, he's not. Yeah, well, it just makes it so much easier. Uh, Matt Legere <laughs> is uh, – sorry, Jared. Jared. Jared's amazing. <laughs> Matt Legere is going to be there as well. Both those guys, wholesalers. And uh, we also have Dean Manti, realtor and wholesaler. Um, amazing guest panel. We're going to be talking about buying off-market properties. Everything you, know, you need to know, the differences between uh, buying off-market and buying on-market. The things that you know you need to prep for with your lenders. <clears throat> how do the appraisals work? Is it different? How do the lenders work? How does the legal work when you pass it off to your lawyer? How do you fill out that darn contract? All the stuff that your realtor does for you that you take for granted. Um, you know, if you got questions about that kind of stuff, come on out to the event, uh, February 4th in Calgary. Um, also, we got an extended, um, uh, we extended the venue to four hours total, which is a pretty long for how networking events, you know, go. So I'd say that the panel discussion and Q&A will probably be about, an hour, maybe an hour and a half if there's lots of questions. The next three, two and a half to three hours is all networking, baby. And that's, in my opinion, is the most valuable. I hate, I hate doing two hour networking events and having to force people out of the, you know, out of the property, out of the venue every single time. Um, God, it's like the, my least favorite thing to do when we hold networking events. It's like, okay, guys, need yeah, your eyes well, all but, out. but it's not you. I like, I'm also having to make you stop. So I'm the one being like, you guys, like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Lights are off. <laughs> and then, like, you know, we're cursing and swearing. Everybody, get the hell out of here. And then, like, you'll find like three people like hiding in a bedroom in the basement, and totally. they're just like, just you know, doing doing some deals. If we stay quiet, they won't kick us out. Yeah, like <laughs> I have to I have to sweep the house before I lock it up. Otherwise, like people will stay in there or stay at the venue. So anyways, the, the whole point, sorry, just drawing a picture for you guys. 
um, is that we got an extended time for you guys to network. And I think, you know, watching panelists and discussions and Q and A's and stuff is, is awesome. It's great to see some really smart people and ask them questions. Uh, but at the same time, I think networking is probably, in my opinion, the most valuable. It's your network is your net worth. So take full advantage of it. Okay. Um, dress nice. Get yourself a haircut. And uh, bring lots of business cards or, or fancy tapping cards or whatever that you guys are doing these days. Um, trade your social handles. Um, now, February 11th. We're going to be doing the exact same event in Edmonton. That's February 11th in Edmonton, the REI Masters Networking event. Similar panel, same discussion. <clears throat> Barry Maguire, GOAT. Calvin Hexter, Edmonton Realtor, Investor Focus Realtor. Keaton Kirkwood, Investor Focus Mortgage Broker. And Matt Legere, again. Wholesaler. REI Master, Wholesaler. That one will only be three hours. However, that one has barbecue available for purchase. Okay, I, I, the venue that I picked, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to pick a venue in Edmonton, I'm going to pick my favorite barbecue shack so we can get pulled pork and chopped beef and cream corn. There's going to be a whole lot of barbecue stains on all those nice shirts. Don't wear a white t-shirt. Don't wear a white t-shirts. So it's coming up on February 11th. Um, I just want to know who is singing Tim McGraw on their head. Uh, is it Tim? Uh, not me. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are the two next upcoming events. Uh, after, they're monthly events. So if you didn't get tickets uh, or if it's sold out, don't worry about it. March is coming. And I will give everybody on the show um, first dibs because you're loyal. And you guys get first opportunity. All right. What do we got going on in the comments? Some of that advice. Yeah. Advice coming in. Advice they'd give themselves. Uh, first comment that I see here is Garrett talking about Barry Maguire said, did he get a, did he become a lawyer when he was like eight? Cause he doesn't look <laughs> that age. Right around 30. I do believe he's the same age as my dad. So, and their birthdays are, are damn close as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Paul, um, same advice he give is the advice he give is the same as the, the tattoo across his chest. No regrets. Where are you? How come I can't? Oh, I don't know. Oh, were you making a joke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't find the comments, so I was like. Yeah. <laughs> that boo sounds like a woo yeah it does <laughs> okay so paul doesn't have a big no regrets chest tattoo uh no that was a joke <laughs> got it um do you want me to explain the joke no I got instead it. of an e it's an a yeah that's what makes it funny got it this, yeah. is, this is from a movie about 10 12 years ago did you ever see it no i think it was is that We Are the Millers? It's always funnier when you have to explain it. <laughs> who, 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 who else has some advice for the for the younger selves? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Paul also says, uh, travel before life gets in the way. That's a really good one. Interesting because I see uh, people in here saying, start early. Yeah. But if you're starting early, you're not traveling, that's for sure. True, but you can travel in your 30s. Yes. Uh, travel in your late 20s before back problems start kicking in. <laughs> um, Cody says, start early. If I knew what I know now, 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, can I read Scotty's here? Yeah, yeah, of okay. course. Uh, Scotty says, mine would be to take more chances, start investing earlier, whether it was in real estate or retirement funds and how you can use RRSPs to invest. Nice. Yeah. Cody also says, don't be scared to fail. You'll make mistakes, get back up and keep going. I think that's the best advice. Because uh, honestly, no offense, Scotty, but just all of us in general, if you, if you had a way of, you know, giving that advice to yourself, the first one, take more chances, start investing earlier, you probably wouldn't do it. If so, like, I'm pretty sure that I probably got advice like that. I don't remember it because I wasn't listening. True. I got a lot of really good advice early on that I did not listen to. Uh, I blame my parents. If, if I had to throw blame somewhere, I'd blame my parents because your upbringing is, 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 is what, you know, what molds you a lot of it and your environment, right? The friends that you make, the friends you hang out with. <clears throat> so, you know, for, for tossing blame at someone, would definitely be parents. That's why I changed it at a little bit earlier there. And I said, what would you, what advice would you give to your kids? Parenting's a fucking hell of a thing, though. You ever, you ever play Opposite Day when you're a kid? Have a kid. It's like playing Opposite Day every day. Tell them the opposite of what you think they should do. It's kind of frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to go to the park? Uh, okay, that's fine. We won't go to the park. I'm just going to. Oh, I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> Fuck around. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think exposing our kid to, to this kind of stuff makes it more real. It makes it more believable. Right. As opposed to not being exposed to it. But I don't I don't think that I could tell. I don't think I could give any advice to my kid. And I don't, I, I couldn't, I don't think she'll listen. Just like the same thing as like the, the bad advice that I got as a kid. I didn't listen to that either. I didn't listen to the good stuff either. Yeah. Cause everybody wants to, they want to figure it out on their own, right? They want to figure it out on their own. And I think that's why exposing kids to these environments is, is more beneficial than telling them. Cause if you expose them to it, it's kind of like, I was talking about this recently when, when you turn 17 or 16 and they send you to the guidance counselor and they're like, what do you want to do? We don't know what the fuck we want to do. We don't even know what the fuck's going on in the world. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what kind of jobs are there? Well, I mean, you could be in business. Um, you could, you know, get in the trades. Okay. Well, uh, Jesus was a carpenter. I guess I'll be a carpenter. 
You don't know. Mechanic? I like cars. I like cars because I just got my license. And me and my buddies like to hang out and we like to do oil changes and change the brake pads. So I think I could be a mechanic. Mm-hmm. You have no fucking idea what's going on in the world. But had you been dragged along to all those little networking events where everyone was smiling and stuff like that and hanging out. And that's where you, you know, all your friends were and stuff because it was family friendly and kid friendly. Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll look into real estate. That was never that was never an option in my head. Because I never knew about it. Yeah. Right? So, way off topic. <laughs> Exposure, though, 100%. Yeah. It's um, easier to expose somebody to something to, than to tell them to do something. They won't. They're more likely to listen if it's familiarity than it is to just be told to do something. People, yeah. people want to be their own person. They want to pursue their own passions and all that kind of stuff. So I 100% agree with that. Yeah. People want to get to the the conclusion on their own. That's that's why a lot of this stuff that that we teach about like raising capital, the way that we do it is 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 very specific in particular because we want people to come to the conclusion on their own. We don't want to shove it down their throat because nobody wants to hear all the reasons why you think they should do it. They need to come to the conclusion on their own. And when you're raising capital, it's all about getting the information and the message across to them in a way that they can process it on their own and make the decision on their own. And then when they finally do come and talk to you, listen, listen to what they want, not what you want, not how you do it. Listen to what they want and give them what they want. If they want 60% of the deal instead of 50-50, give them 60 are you going to walk away over 10%? Give them 60. If they want you to put the reserve fund in place, put the reserve fund in place. Are you going to walk away over five grand on a joint venture partner who's going to bring 150? Go borrow the five grand. Get it done. Right? Way off topic. <laughs> uh, can I read my favorite comment so far? Yes. <clears throat> Everyone's like, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? (laughs) Mr. Chaston Wilcox. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Chaston says. Coming all the way from Saskatoon. Saskatchewan. Uh, Chaston says, focus on goal setting earlier and be more intentional with building a stronger network of friends. And this, like, I just love this. And I don't think that, like, I've never actually, like, really thought about this until I just read this comment. Um, but if we can equip our children with the with the idea and with the skills to set goals earlier in life, and even things like, to me, like goal setting kind of goes hand in hand with like vision boarding and like those types of things, to be able to look ahead and want to improve and want to grow and and start thinking about, oh, you know, what do I want next? What do I want to do next? What do I want to be good at? Mm-hmm. What do I want? Those are such huge skills to possess. But also it's it's just so powerful in life in general because the vast population, like I don't know, 99% of people in the world don't think about setting goals and growth and and becoming better. They just fall into whatever career or whatever job 
and are trying to pay the bills and <clears throat> and just like, oh, we're pregnant, a kid. Oh, mm. we got pregnant again, another kid. Okay, how are we going to pay for the food and the bills and put them in activities? Like I see this every day on mom's pages mm -hmm. and it just drives me wild that there's no, there's no thought put into the life that they've created. It's just where they've landed. I right? wouldn't last a day on a mom page. Oh, it's it's wild. Like I, I'm not, I, a, I'm not a mom. I keep, <laughs> I keep myself from commenting all the time. Uh, it's just like that urge, and then I'm just like walk away. <laughs> yeah. I, oh um, God. But like to have that skill early on, and then to carry it through with you as you you know enter into the workspace and like all that kind of stuff, and just to like always like want more and work towards more and have goals and have vision of what you want for your life. I think that to me is probably like that's gold Chastin, and that's something that i'm going to take very seriously everly desperately wants me to hold a kids vision boarding workshop and that comment just made me think i'm making it happen yeah i'm picking a date and i'm making it happen because she's showing me the desire that she wants to you know follow in footsteps and do the things that i'm doing and and make those goals and look look forward so i love that she um wants to be involved in like your women's mastermind yes. calls. Yeah. She always wants to sit with me and listen, but I always put in my headphones and tell her to go away. <laughs> but she loves it. She loves seeing the people there. She loves seeing what you're doing. And yeah, you're, yeah. you're. And um, she also just loves the women. Like she becomes like obsessed with everybody that we work with. Like she yeah. loves Taylor. She loves Crystal. Like Emily. Emily, yeah, just like the people, the women that she's exposed to through us, she just becomes obsessed with. She's like, "Is Emily going to be there?" Is she Taylor saw a picture of Kathleen. She's like, "Oh my god, that's Kathleen!" Yeah, Kathleen, I love Kathleen. <laughs> yeah. Um, El Ray said, uh, "Be purposeful with who you spend your time with. Network and build relationships with like-minded people. Try a lot of things out while you're young. Take chances and make purposeful decisions." Whew fire. Liam, keeping it simple. Be like Nike and just do it. I, I've i been thinking a lot about how just actually very recently about how like Nike is like their slogan is just genius. Like yeah. the fact that, they, that that's their slogan that they get to carry through life with is just like gold. Mm -hmm. When I think of like, um, you know, really coming into my space of where I want to be in the world and what I want to be doing, it all came down to, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I have a very uh, congested chest. You talk morning. every morning, it's no big deal. <laughs> um, I think that the one, the, the one thing holding me back or the one thing that I've realized is that um, I had all the excuses, all the insecurities, all the everything, but I still had a strong desire and all I had to do was just do it. Yeah. Like that's like, so anybody with a, with passion or who feels like they have a greater purpose or really wants to do that thing, but they're scared. Like just, I think of, you know, I've been thinking about these things for three years, three years I wasted mm -hmm. where I could have been like really in my element and like really feeling like. I found where I need to be. I could have been there three years ago had I just done it. Yeah. So like, just go fucking do it. I think Liam's next tattoo should be a big swoop. <laughs> uh, 
Garrett says, uplift your spouse. Take the time to see the positive in life. There's too much negativity that can overwhelm you. Love it. Yeah. I don't know where you are in the comments. Uh, Paul, it's okay. <laughs> I'll keep up. I got it. Um, Paul says, there's a difference between not being afraid to fail and failing so often you're not afraid of it anymore. Absolutely. It's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Fail. Fail again. Keep failing. As long as you keep getting up, you're going to be so much further. Johnny's got some sound um, wisdom from being a dad. He says, I'm just trying to keep everyone alive. <laughs> Never mind being wise to them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Well, Johnny, you're also exposing them. Exposure. If you can't pass on words of wisdom, exposure. The good advice that uh, that Cody got uh, was that uh, he didn't... The good advice I got was that I didn't have everything or anything given to me. They made me work for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Cody says, if you look at the really wealthy people in the world, it is due to generational wealth. Having a, yeah, starting with, starting with some cash does make it easier. They say the first million is the hardest. Yeah. Second million is super easy. Um, I, I, going from zero to a million is, is not just difficult because you're starting with nothing. It's also difficult because like, in most cases, you don't you don't possess the skills in order to to make to make nothing into a into something. You know what I mean? Or your favorite word, the mindset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true though. Okay. Um, Sean says my wife and I had this conversation last night in bed. Um, by the way, I don't pre-read these, so <laughs> I, I'm just going, just, just going for it. Um, it's so easy to get pulled into the rat race and stagnancy. I always tell her I have no intention of our lives being normal. I think I would just tell my kid to dive into their passions head first and take the lessons to grow. Life is boring without failure. It's true. I really like the way that you put that and just, just telling your kid, just go for it. Go, whatever it is, just go for it. Yeah. Whatever you're passionate about, go for it. Yeah. There's always opportunity to start over even. Like if you realize. That's the other thing. If you realize like, oh, okay, I thought this, like I thought this is what I wanted. I thought this is what I was passionate about. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, this, I don't want this. Start over. Yeah. Look There's at, so much time. Look at all of us in here who's like 28 to 35. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. <Yeah. laughs> Every networking event is, is, is a bunch of people between 28 and 35. They all tried things. They all went and got a degree. They all went and got a trades ticket. And now they're like, oh, my God, I thought this is what I wanted. I thought I wanted to make $45 an hour. I thought $120,000 a year was going to was gonna give me everything I wanted. But I'm not fulfilled. So now they're here and they're learning something different. They're learning learning a different way. So you can always, you can always try things, fail. There's life is, 
life is short, but it's also, you got lots of time when you're young. Yeah. Um, I just, I had to read this a couple times to figure out what was being said, but, um, Cody said, do you know where the just do it, um, came from? Oh, I hope it's not racist. No. Okay. A murderer was on death row and they asked him for his last words. He said, just do it. Nike heard that and used it as their slogan. Is that a joke or is that like facts? (laughs) The murderer was where? On death row. On death row. So some guy in the back row with a cigarette just sitting there is like some madman type. Who works with Marketing guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just he was bored one one afternoon, just decided to go and see you. He said 100% true. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Wow, that's not inspirational. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now I now I feel like kind of dirty about the slogan. <laughs> or maybe that you know, like someone who's just about to face death has has a lot of wisdom. You know what I mean? They're thinking about everything they did wrong in their life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, wait. Was he talking about killing people? No, like people? just do it. Just kill me. Just oh. get it over with. Maybe, maybe he was just like trying to give advice to people about like, okay, I made some bad decisions in my life, you know, instead next time I would recommend just like going and chasing your passions. Just do it. Okay. But he was, you're thinking he's like, just, just kill me. Yeah. Like, I don't have any words. Like, just do it. Come on. Let's go. Oh. (laughs) Sean says, LOL, Wayne trying to put a spin on it. I don't know. You don't know what's going on, like I said. It's true. <laughs> he could have been talking about real estate. <laughs> could have. He's thinking to himself, had I bought that house 30 years ago and not <laughs> killed that person... Just think of where I'd be today. That house would be worth three times as much. I'd have that thing paid off by now. (laughs) You don't know. They don't put that in the story, do they? Nope. Um, Tammy says, my advice would, (laughs) would be to be more mindful of who you spend your time with. Don't let others hold you back. That's a tough one. Like I 100% agree, but it's a tough one to tell people. Um, Friendships are funny. Oh, God. They feel good. Somebody likes you. You're hanging out. You're having fun. It's hard to tell somebody you shouldn't be, you you shouldn't hang out with that person anymore. They're negative. They're a bad influence. They're insert whatever. I think that people and community make life unique and meaningful. If there weren't other people, life would be questionable. Yeah. Seriously, if there weren't other people, life would be very questionable. Would you stick around this long? I'm not going to ask you what would you do. I'm going to ask you how would you feel. Clarify. How would you feel if there was no one else? 
Like if I was literally just alone in the world? If you existed, yeah. Oh, that'd be the absolute worst. Absolute? Yeah. So other people yeah. give life meaning. Yeah, 100%. So we definitely need them. <laughs> But finding the right community is just as important. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a double edged sword. Because we need we need people in order to, to give life meaning, but at the same time, most people actually make life worse. <laughs> yeah. Finding your people is so important. But maybe that's it. Maybe it's teaching them to live authentically and to not adapt to to try not to try not to fit into spaces where yeah. you don't feel like you belong. We're experiencing this right now with our daughter. Parenting gives you a lot of a lot of clarity. Um, I recommend it. Because our, our daughter, a lot in the last year, we've been experiencing this where we're starting to see um, social groups starting to develop and um, personalities starting to develop and people speaking for themselves. And um, before it was just like kids are just like, they just play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mud. Dresses. You know what I mean? But now it's like people have opinions and opinions can hurt feelings. And, uh, you know, you hear about things that people said, you know, to so-and-so or this person did this and this is how they treat me. And we're like, girl, don't spend time with that person. Get, get the fuck away from them. We might have a time or two told her, did you punch him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parenting is hard. <laughs> Seriously. Did you knock her teeth out? We're, we're experiencing this right now because we're this is this is her first this is her first exposure to this yeah. and we're trying to give her advice on how to handle situations like this we're like no stay away from that person if that person is treating you that way if that person is treating other people that way you know you don't want to like confront it head on in grade two or like you know tell our daughter to knock another girl's baby teeth out but you know how, how does she hide from it she can't i mean it's a small playground it's a small schoolyard, right? Yeah. Um, it's hard to give that kind of advice because un unfortunately she's trapped in that prison for the next 10 years. Yeah. Right? Garrett and Jackie are just like laughing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Homeschool. <laughs> but, you know, just back to that fact that if you, you know, can teach them to be authentic and to be true to who they are, who they are and the values that they hold. And, mm -hmm. and if you can, you know, have those conversations of what's important to you and a friend and what, what kind of friend do you want to be? And to, you know, make sure that those relationships um, bear those feelings, then the right people will surround them. Right. True. And that's, you know, something that God, I wish I learned so much earlier in life. Like I'm just finding authenticity in my, you know, late thirties and, feels damn good to have the right people 
in my community that want to be around me and that I want to be around. I just came up with a really good Instagram motivational quote. <laughs> Your ability. So I, I'm learning today. I'm actually, this is, this is conversations that we don't dive into on a regular basis. We're just too busy today, but or in most days, sorry. But I think it's fair to say that your ability to manipulate community will determine your success. Say it again. Your ability to manipulate community will determine your success. We all need community. But if we just jump into any community, it could be detrimental. It's hard to get out of it. It's poisonous. It's not, it's not like you can just jump into a community and get out really easy. It's, 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 it's infectious. It's hard to get out. It, but if you choose the right community or if you manipulate the community in a way that to gain influence, your ability to manipulate your community will determine your success. I mean, if you can manipulate it to get influence, if you can manipulate it to have the right people around you. I'm stuck on the word manipulate just because it's, has a negative connotation in my head. Well, don't look at it negatively. <laughs> right? Fair enough. If you just walk into a community a community, and you're, you're just like just there, you're not going to get the benefit of it. Your ability to manipulate it, meaning if you're able to connect with people in a certain way, you're able to gain influence in community. You know, if you want, if you want a direct example, I would say you're, it's your ability to to raise joint venture capital. If you exist in the community, you're not going to be able to, to persuade someone or I don't like using the word convince. So I'm struggling with my thesaurus yeah. this morning. Your ability to persuade someone to invest with you will be easier because of your position in the community, because of your ability to, you know, because of your influence, because of the trust that you've built. You need to manipulate it in a way. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Great example. If I were on the other end of this podcast right now, I would not have as much influence. This is true. However, all of you are listening to me. I say townhouses, everybody jumps to townhouses. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. A lot of that's a lot of that's going to sound unauthentic, but it's the truth. Your your ability to your ability to come into a networking event and connect with people is going to determine your success. Right? How are you manipulating the community? How are you getting the most out of it? I want you to think more about that today, Gabby. Okay. Gabby's still not 100%. Yeah. If she saw that on my Instagram story, she'd probably be like, eh, I don't really quite understand it. I wouldn't like it or share it. You wouldn't like it or share it? <laughs> and you know what? I think that the right people who the right people who hear it today will get value from it. Absolutely. And I think that some people will not get value from it. Absolutely. Very similar to how I look at you know, our joint venture partnerships, the people that we coach, 
the people in our life, the right people will find us. The right people will find me. Right. And they'll get value from it. Yeah. The right people for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And the others will find their own. Right. Yeah. And words are important. Uh, not as much words Um, I think it's more about the way you say it yes yeah Tammy says sorry I was just trying to figure out where we left off here Um, Tammy says I'd also tell myself there's nothing wrong or weird about being a young female in a male dominated industry don't be intimidated there's plenty of space for you too Absolutely. And society has come a long way from where it once was to be more accepting of that. But definitely, there's still a long ways to go. Um, But it's so cool seeing more and more and more women entering into industries that were always predominantly male dominated. It's important, though, to teach your young girls. Um. Glenn, did you read Glenn's comment? Uh, no. Our middle girl is dealing with this right now. We encouraged her to continue to advocate for herself and never stop. Uh, we informed her we will always be there for her and support her, but she always needs to continue to support herself first. Yep. I'm glad this uh, this transition more towards what advice would you give to your kids? Yeah. And less about yourself. Um, I think it's more relevant. Yeah. And it's funny. Um, I don't know if you noticed the difference between the advice that people would give to themselves and the advice that they would give to their kids is dramatically different. Did you notice that? Do you feel like the advice they give to their kids is softer? Then I think there's more emotion attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to logic. Yeah. 100%. Because Yeah. Emotion. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam's going to record Wayne giving some advice, being motivational, then add music to it and use it as a audio over a reel. <laughs> you know, the problem with the, the way that I talk in the morning, I talk very quiet and very deep. I need to get my Eric Thomas on. Start yelling into the microphone. <laughs> Gabby doesn't know who Eric Thomas is. <laughs> no, but I can, I can, I feel like I have a good image of what you're trying to portray him as, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Glenn just gave me the warm fuzzies inside. Said everyone needs a Gabby in the back of their mind before they speak. The world would be gentler and safer. It's very sweet. Thank you. Okay. Well, I don't want this to lose its edge. I don't want this to lose its meaning. And I don't want to kill another seven minutes just to fill an hour. So um, lots of really good stuff to think about today. Obviously, 
the way you parent is going to be top of mind today. I'm sure a bunch of you guys are going to be like, you know, walking over and waking up your kids and be like, hey, son, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I have, it's, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of that today, which is good. As well, I think that uh, many people are going to be really considering, reconsidering and putting more thought into uh, how they're going to present themselves at the next networking event and and how they are going to get the most out of it. Um, as well, I think that a lot of people are going to be thinking more about their community today. And I think that'd be very important to do. That'd be a really good idea. Start thinking about the community that surrounds you and how much influence they have on you and how much influence you have on them. Right? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you have just as much influence. I mean, community is great, but you got to make sure that, you know, you're getting the most of, out of what you want out of life too. You're allowed to be selfish. Yes. You don't have to just be a giver all the time. You need to take from time to time. Right? All what? the time. Yes. D-bad. Don't forget D-bad. Yeah. But the community that, that surrounds you should be should be supporting you, should be helping you get towards your goals, right? And you should be helping them get towards their goals. So choosing the right community to ensure that you're getting the most leverage and, and benefit out of it and mutually beneficial towards everybody else in your community so that your community thrives. You should be very conscious of that. And if there are people in your community that are that do not that should not be there, then it might be the day or the hour or the moment to let them know or to cut them out, mm -hmm. because it's not their fault. They're just in the wrong community. Yeah, they need to be around better people or that that are more like them, that are more compatible to them. But you, you're allowed to be selfish. You should choose the community that you want to have. You should. You should audit it. You should manipulate it to ensure that you're getting the most out of it. Mm -hmm. Good spot to end? Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, oh, boy, it's Friday. So we'll be back on Monday. Um, REI Masters mentees. We got a, our advanced workshop tomorrow, Saturday. So we'll see all the masters there on Saturday. For everybody else, we'll see you guys in the Monday morning show. Have a great Friday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 